Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Star Wars Episode 9. Dude, there's so many Star Wars things yeah, like to talk about right now. We're also talking about The Mandalorian. I'm very excited about that. And uh, some other Marvel stuff. That's right. And, but and uh, that's in the news section. As a complete side note, unrelated to like what we normally talk about on the podcast, the star- today in Florida... The uh, Star Wars land opened. Yes, um, that's true. And uh, so, yeah, so it's lots of Star Wars things today, Chris. Yep, yep, yep. For yep, us yep. in particular. Yep, 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 yep. Love it. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's all going to be coming later. That's right. Uh, but first, John, what have you been up to this week? I have been up to uh, a couple of things. So, first of all, I've, I've been continuing to play uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Still amazing. And uh, it definitely, like, one of those games that, like, it surprises me, and I'm not sure why it is surprising because I played Fire Emblem games before, but like this one in particular, like they'll have like certain fun like stages and battles where it's like, mm. oh, like you finish this thing, and then like a, a plot twist happens, and then now there's this other thing that you have to do. Um, so like if you like, it's, it's like eliminate the commander, and you eliminate the commander, and then like you know there's some other thing that happens, and it's like eliminate this thing, you know, and you're like, oh gosh, okay, now I'm gonna do this other thing. So anyway, continuing to surprise me uh, from the gameplay perspective as well as from the story perspective. So still still playing that, um, and I uh, I finished the Apex Legends solo event. So the night that it was supposed to be done, right? So there's like these uh, these free challenges that you can go through specific to that event to get um, the, uh, the, the, the loot boxes for that are specific to that event that will have like a legendary item in them or whatever. And the night of, I like sat down and I was like, wait, if I was like, I I could do this. I could finish essentially that event, like all of the, the challenges for that event if I did every single mm. like thing that night and like, so, so I, I did, oh I, my uh, gosh. I sat there and I was like, all right, well it's happening. Like this is, this is happening right now. And, uh, and so I, I did all of the, the bonus challenges. The, the hardest one was get the daily, like you had to get, like I had one more daily challenge to get. And the daily challenge just happens to be like, a ridiculous one where it's like, Oh, get like two kills in the same match with an SMG. And it oh was gosh. like, Oh boy. Uh, let me, you know, like, first of all, you got to random luck into finding an SMG. And then next you got to like, you know, random luck, get close quarters enough with somebody that you can take out with that SMG. So anyway, it was, uh, that one was the hardest one, but, uh, did it got my nice. legendary skins and actually I got the ones that I, uh, I was like, Oh, these are, these are two characters I use all the time. And they were some of my favorites and they look super cool. So I nice. was, I was like, check that one off the list, you all know? Right. Cool. I, uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've been up to this week. Nice. It's, it's been it's been a been a fun week, man. That's awesome. Um, so uh, on uh, over the weekend, was it over the weekend? No, it was it was this past uh, this past Wednesday night. It was like my only only night at home. Yeah. And in in which I had like I didn't have uh, something else I needed to be doing. I think it was Wednesday. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so it full- doesn't necessarily matter for the oh, podcast listeners, you know, it, which day of the week it no, was. No, but, well, it kind of matters <laughs> for the story. Okay, okay. Um, so, uh, Fultron and I had decided, hey, before Gears of War 5 comes out. That's right. We're going to replay through the mm-hmm. campaign of Gears of War 4. Yeah. And so... I remember um, him talking to me about this. Yeah. yeah. And so we uh, planned on Wednesday night. 
um, got home, like double checked. Yeah, hey, this is still this is still happening or whatnot. And uh, cool. Well, I'm just gonna go work out and I'm gonna go, you know, do all this other stuff. And I and uh, we're, we're meeting up at eight thirty. Who? That's pretty late. So uh, I get online at eight thirty. It's a good gaming session, though. I like I, I go, like the eight thirty time. I go to launch uh, Gears of War four. Not installed on my console. What? Anymore. Oh no, Chris! Because you've got that big hard drive too. So why like, wasn't I, it installed? I don't know. I don't know at what point I deleted it, but at some point I just like just wiped it. You off. were just like, I need this space, and the I, apparently I don't know what for. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so I'm like, okay, no biggie. Um, I'll uh, I'll just pop in my disc uh, because I have a disc. Right. So I'm like, I don't have to like worry about the downloads. Yeah, like because like that'll be a long time for you to download it. So uh, I mean, the disc I think it was like uh, fifty something gigs, which okay, wasn't, okay. wasn't a big deal. Except yeah. for there's a seventy gigabyte patch. Oh no, the patch is bigger than the game, Chris. Yeah, the patch is bigger than the game. So um, <laughs> needless to say. Uh, Fultron and I spent two hours just talking to each other because apparently we don't have any games that we both play anymore. You, you know what he should have done was was make you play Red Dead Redemption 2. You know, that's... He should have. That's honestly, like, that's I'm surprised... That was that a missed he, opportunity. But then again, I guess it's his money is on the line. Like, no, he, no, doesn't, he doesn't no, want you to finish. No, yeah, he has no incentive for me to at, actually play at that. At this point, like, he's not the person that's going to be pushing you no. to play that game. No. Um, because he has the bet with you that is supposed to motivate you in and of itself, yeah. you know? He's already tried to motivate you. Is, so, is, uh, is the story. he played... I think he was playing um, Castlevania, and I was playing Fortnite night and nice. we we talked we, we talked for a while and then like we probably spent the last like half hour just like silent on yeah, the mic yeah. sitting there playing our own independent games I've, until we're like okay well uh that's it that's it for me it's good night that's an interesting like i always i always find that really like a uh a, a, an interesting aspect of social gaming like we're like oh we're like just hanging out and playing two separate games or even like the destiny thing of like oh i've got my missions you've got your missions and then you just kind of like you're on you're essentially playing games in the same room with each other you know digital room <laughs> with each other but uh but not interacting at all in, in the game space and you know obviously like as the night goes on like maybe you don't interact <laughs> with each other in the uh in the 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 chat either so yeah that's fascinating i i've done that numerous times like there were so many times back in the day whenever i was like hardcore into destiny destiny one um where i would forget that somebody was in the room you know it's like just because like oh you know you're just like you're hanging out with the people and then like somebody would like either be like all right guys i'm gonna call it an i'm like oh gosh you're still here okay sweet like you know and then but like i feel like i've done that to people too where i've just i'm just kind of like not in the you're mood. You're lurking. To, yeah, like not in the mood to talk, but you're like, you're like, well, I don't want to like just. I'm I'm still gaming. Like I'm still being in. You know, I'm yeah. still having a good time being in the same room as two other people yeah, that are talking. Still, still, if I wanted to have a, a real human connection, I could. Right, right. Like it's <laughs> it's you know, but 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 then you just don't, and so then at the end of the night, you're just like, yeah. all right, yeah. see you guys later. I mean, like, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, see you later. I feel man. I feel like we're making a bigger deal out of that part because that wasn't the majority of our time. But no, you know, of course. Like, uh, anyway, I just find so, that that's a unique thing about gaming. Like, yeah. you know, but I, I and I love it. Like, I like I mean, it's it. No, I like it's that. It's no different than it. sitting in the room doing two different things, right? Or if you're like on a road trip and then like you're in the same car with you, just yeah. listening to music. Yeah, you know, like you're not yeah. talking. You're just kind of like just hanging. Yeah. You know, you're just, we're just here. I mean, otherwise, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same concept of like, why do we need to go to movies together? It's true. You know, like there's you don't talk to each other during the movie, Chris. Some people do. Well, those people should be. <laughs> Uh, arrested immediately <laughs> and thrown in jail. 
until they whenever, until they learn some movie going etiquette. Remember whenever there was that whole thing about like this is the movie theaters that you can text in. I know. Like, like <laughs> why do I don't want to go to that? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go to that. Why is that a thing? Oh man. Anyway. Oh gosh. Um, uh, so there was. Um, but yeah, that makes sense, Chris. Yeah. It makes, it makes perfect. So sense. anyway, uh, did not play Gears of War four, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to play Gears of War four now. Before uh, Gears of War Five Gears launches, Gears of War Five comes out real soon. Yeah, I've also got to figure out how. Like, there's, I'm very confused as to like who plays what when and like what. Like, because I feel like I think if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you get it, like five days early. Yes, you or do. something. But like, why do I need Game Pass Ultimate? Is my question. I think if you get Game Pass Ultimate, honestly, you can. I think you can play on Friday. Like this, this. I can Friday. play this week. Yeah, I can like play tomorrow. tomorrow. Like literally tomorrow. Like over Are you the long that up weekend. While I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure Game Pass Ultimate will allow you to do that. You can, I can play tomorrow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Mm. Let me find uh, out. So anyway, um, yeah, really looking forward to Gears 5. Um, there's a uh, really cool interview. Uh, I think if you uh, look at, I think it was, yeah, man, I don't remember when it was from, but I just now recently listened to it. I think it was back around E3. Uh, it was an interview that um, uh, Rod Ferguson did with Podcast Unlocked uh, and Ryan McCaffrey and uh, Rod Ferguson being the studio head um and uh, of uh, uh, the coalition. Okay, so it appears that it's not this Friday, but the next Friday. Next Friday. So September fifth is the earliest day okay. that you can play. Yeah, so and you can preload it now, though. So, so I'm gonna get Game Pass Ultimate so and Chris, preload it. Yeah, I was about to say, like we we uh, we know from you know last week that yeah. you need to preload this thing. Preload things. Um. So uh, yeah. Aside from all that, though, I'm super pumped for Gears of War five. This is one of my favorite franchises. Honestly, like yeah. I, I, I can't other than like you know Call of Duty or something like that, or like um, uh, you know Red Dead. But like I don't know that I would call that a franchise. I mean, if there's two. Yeah, is it? A, I mean, I <laughs> guess it is. It is now. Like it, it wasn't until it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't until it is now. Well, now maybe it is. was because there's Red Dead Revolver. Oh, uh, that's true. But that was a different developer, a different publisher. Like it's yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah. Uh, it was it was still Rockstar. It was, it was Rockstar. Was it? Yeah. Mm, Rockstar gonna, did it. I'm going to find out. Did it back in the day. Okay. But it was first person, and it really has nothing to do with the other two <laughs> games. That's very true. Um, okay, so, uh, but it's Gears is probably one of my favorite franchises. Yeah, you're right. It was Rockstar. I'm completely wrong on that. Hmm, man. Gears yeah, is... And it looks like even John Marsden on the cover. It's funny. That's the thing. I think it shares some, like creative like assets but like it's weird it's, it's not related at all interesting not assets but you know what i mean like, yeah yeah like uh, oh ideas, there's like the concepts. same kind of things yeah. yeah um so yeah i, I uh i'm super pumped about gears yep um i played uh continue to play some Fortnite. it's just it's, it's just a good uh you know just blow off some steam play some matches yeah um complete some objectives kind of thing that's right. Uh, this is what I, Apex is for me, you know, at this yeah. point too. So it's that it's it's, the, it's that games as service game that you've just got like going on in the background of everything else that you're doing. Right. You know, I kind of did. I did something that I had meant to do a long time ago. I finally watched the Mummy, the most recent Mummy, the the uh, start quote-unquote, to uh, Universal's Dark Universe. <laughs> the start and the stop. This is the well, Alpha and the Omega. This is the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. I'm not... This is, it wasn't a... I'm going to spoil it, so let's just, like... I'm not... Like, yeah, that's... I mean, dude, this is, like... Yeah, okay. So, warning for listeners, if you want to see The Mummy with Tom Cruise in it, like I'm going to talk about it's it here. It's getting to be that season, Chris, of spooky movies. Yeah. 
so it's it's not the best movie, but it's also far from the worst movie I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. Okay? It was. I feel like it was critically panned, like so much to the extent that, like, I, I I don't know. But there's a difference between critically panned because you're the Fantastic Four and it's an awful movie, right? And critically panned because of whatever. A I mean, massive, I think it was this, a massive budget, and it and it like wasn't didn't meet yeah, those expectations. Exactly. Yeah. This was a. I mean, it, this is a solid B movie. It looks great. And it I love beautiful. Some B movies, has man. great actors. Has uh, um, Russell Crowe in it. Yeah. Um, uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, it has uh, the dude who's Jake from New Girl. Uh, whatever his name was. Really? Yeah. Uh, it okay. had uh, uh, I forget the actresses' names, but they were phenomenal. So like, but but I will say. I think, in, at least to, for me, it definitely came down to the the writing and the plot. Like, for instance, um, they literally showed us the same flashback scenes probably five times in this movie. Just to whenever, like, they we saw it at the beginning with a voiceover f- mm-hmm. from Russell Crowe, which, which honestly came out of nowhere and felt like it was something that threw in at the last second. They were like, well, we need to show them all this stuff up front so that uh, they understand whenever it comes later. But then whenever it would come later, we would flash back to the same scenes every single time something that related to that would happen again. And I'm okay. like, you know, you just have to, sometimes you just, you just have to treat your audience as if they are intelligent. Yeah, sometimes. that's what I was going to say. Like, you got to trust your audience because, like, I mean, thinking about movies that trust their audience and sometimes too much like Christopher Nolan films sometimes trust their audiences way too much you know but I I feel like that's the way to go it is the way to go I agree on that side pretend like okay you know there are intelligent people that are going to be watching this and they're actually going to be paying attention too because like in some things if you miss something it's like well you know you're going to be lost and I will say at least it was consistent Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's it wasn't just like all out of nowhere all of a sudden I've seen this I can't remember I'm, I'm I'm blanking on the movie that this happened recently in but like where you know you get to this certain point and then it flashes back all of a sudden and you haven't had any any flashbacks up to that point. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, yeah. why? And it's yeah. a, and it's flashing back to a moment earlier in that movie. Yeah. Like, why why do we do this? That was stupid. Um, so it wasn't that bad, but it was it was still but like it's okay. like whenever you you know, it's like if you flashed back and it's like, wait, he taped the gun to his back. Yeah. You know? I know, but but well, I mean but you don't need to do that. No, you don't. Anyway, you just show. You just do the, do anyway, the things. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Anyway, uh, so um, so there was that. The other thing is, the way that it works out is that the they flesh out the backstory of the mummy like a whole lot, which is great, except for like by the end of the movie, in order to launch this universe, spoilers. Basically, the mummy dies, and um, Tom Cruise becomes a monster, okay? Tom Cruise, as the lead of this movie, is the most underdeveloped character in the entire movie. Mm. You don't know his... like All you know is he was kind of a douchebag... And then he does one thing that saves a person's life, and so now he might be he's kind of good. And it's Interesting. Like, like that's that's the extent of of his character development throughout this movie. And so, like, by the end, you're supposed to like like they are literally trying to launch this universe based yeah. on like the the shoulders of Tom Cruise's character. And you're like, I have no, I haven't had a reason to root for this guy the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, and. He doesn't have enough like lines for me to even like relate to. Every other character has more lines than he does. Mm. It's, it's so weird, dude. Um, so like I get it, but like then like a part of me was like, man, I kind of want to like, 
I wish that this had continued. Yeah. So I did some research. Yeah. And I'm like, did this actually officially like get, well, no, there was a rumor in Variety and that was never announced at the website, the Dark Universe website, still up, by the way. You think that it still could happen? And there are monster movies in uh Production, pre- oh, yeah, yeah. pre-production. Invisible right now. Man, in fact, like just changed directors, and it's like it's it's a it's pretty awesome. So. Yes. So the potential still exists. Yeah. For them to resurrect this dark universe. Yeah. I honestly hope that like they find some movie that clicks with audiences or at least reviews better. I guess. Right. And uh, they reboot this because I was like, man, I kind of like, man, I, I want to see the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing mm-hmm. going on with Russell Crowe over here. Yeah. We're like, well, let's follow that till it, to its end, mm-hmm. um, and whatever else. Like that, they put, they released that photo with Johnny Depp in it and uh, somebody else. I'm trying to remember who else was in that photo. Javier Bardem, man, like I love him. I, let's, I, I don't know. I'm kind of bummed. I'm just bummed. I, yeah. I, I liked that movie enough to be like, I want to see where this is going. Yeah, I mean that's the thing like about the, the that photo like that they that they released where like this is the 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 members like I always liked that. Yeah. Like I liked that they did that and they were like this is I mean, a I bold remember. way to do it. And it's like but my thing always was <laughs> you just have to make a good movie, right? Like totally. that's the like and that's the the one prerequisite to any shared universe working is that you have to make a good movie. Yeah, like, I mean that's the downfall of everyone trying to do a franchise, and like, and that's the, that's the thing that's like annoying is because it's, that's been the downfall of everyone trying to do that. So yeah. like, just learn from everyone else's mistakes and don't do this. Yeah, you know. Um, that being said, I feel like one movie is not enough to totally abandon a good idea. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's very true. I agree. I do think like so. I'm like I, I'm like very intrigued by the fact that it might still be alive. And you're right, it might. Like I haven't seen anything where it's like, oh, we just can't. No, but I do see they never officially canceled it. Slash Film did an interview with Alex Kurtzman, who's right. the Dark Universe architect, and he says, "quote The Mummy was just as painful making it as it was watching it." Yeah, I read that too. So basically, but but like basically, he's saying it was just like, hard. Well, he's saying like he didn't uh, he. Uh, the gist of his thing, it was he had to shoehorn in a bunch of things that he didn't, he didn't basically wasn't able to go with his gut. Yeah. The quote was, is a uh, quote, the mummy wasn't what I wanted it to be. Um, and so he says he added that he just no longer involved with the dark universe, not saying that it's canceled, but saying that he's no longer involved with it. Exactly. And also saying that quote, no idea what's going on with it. So yeah, you're right. It could still be like, if one of these other movies, if, if they actually do what, what was and make a good movie. Yeah. It could still happen. I also kind of like. I'm down with that. I, I love I, that I, idea. I also kind of put the uh, the blame. Oh, so this is the thing. Kurtzman, it's like the only major motion picture he's directed, and yeah. so like, and and I'm not saying he didn't do a bad job. No. It just like could have been better from a story perspective. Yeah, and because everything else looked great, the cinematography looked great. You know, like you had great performances. It was just literally the story, and I kind of like, I kind of like, well, who made the decision to make him the the director of like the beginning of this giant franchise mm-hmm. is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Someone who has zero track record and experience directing. Not only it's just it's like it's like saying, "Hey, you've never you've uh, you've rode a rowboat, and uh, instead of uh, you know bumping you up to a uh, speedboat, we're gonna go ahead and uh, have you pi- pilot this ocean liner, this uh, Carnival Cruise." 
I mean, and like a universe like that. You've you've flown an ultralight. Here's the 747. It's I I imagine like an, a universe like that. There is no like one path to making it work. Like you think about like, oh, Marvel made it work in this way, right? But like there are other ways to make like franchises work, like Fast and the Furious. Like, you know, that franchise is like a huge <coughs> thing now with spinoff now. And it's like, it, it works. Like it works together, but it works in a different way. And so, I don't know. Like it, I, I feel like going in with someone who has no no world, like where, oh, let's, let me keep all of these multiple things, you know, in the same place. Like, uh, multiple creative projects going at the same time or like in tandem with each other. It just feels like, it feels like you would, you would want somebody who like has done something adjacent to that before. He was like, whether in comics, he he wasn't supposed to direct all of them. He was just directing the first one. I was just like, but bring in someone who knows how to direct. That's my point. Yeah, that's true. Like don't, 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 uh, don't bet all your chips on the new guy to launch a new franchise. That's true. That's true. That's, that's not a bad point. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I watched that. That was the end of that story. I think I like it. Like I, I hope that it works out, Chris. I'm I mean, sitting here now, like now that you, it's like okay, everybody thinks that it's canceled, but maybe just that one, like it was like okay, well, you know, the Tom Cruise mummy, they're not going to be involved in it anymore. Like we're going to like reboot the mummy on the as like the fourth or fifth film in the in the franchise. I don't know. I mean, I like honestly, could they could. I feel like they could pick up where it left off and make a better movie. It'd be fine. Yeah. But who knows. We're going to talk about a different franchise later, though, called Star Wars. Yes. But a first, big franchise. The news! the news! The news. The news, John. All right, so there's a ton of news because D23 happened this week. Yeah. And uh, Once every two years, man. Yeah, and, and we're going to start with Marvel news. That's right. So... Uh, Disney Plus is coming out this November, Disney, right. uh, November 12th. Mm-hmm. And so a couple things were announced. First, uh, they announced three new Disney Plus shows. First is Miss Marvel. Yeah. Second is She-Hulk. Yep. Third is Moon Knight. Yep. I know nothing about Moon Knight. I don't. I know nothing. Oh, yeah, I was. I was literally about to say the same thing. I have zero context for what Moon Knight is. Ms. Marvel. I'm super amped about that. I, I, that's the big one where I'm like, this is awesome. Like the uh, the the graphic novel. I read it. I don't remember. I talked about it on the podcast, but I read it back in January. Um, and uh, that the most current run of Ms. Marvel or whatever, and it is it is fantastic. Um, I'm really interested to see how this goes in a live action format. Um, and immediately like whenever they announced like a live action Ms. Marvel, I was like, well, that's, that, that'll be, that'll be interesting to watch visually because like some of the powers of, uh, that Kamala Khan has is like, she enlarges and distorts her body. Like, Oh, here, let me embiggens my, her fist in order to like have a giant fist that punches people. Right. So this is like a very, very comic booky thing. And, uh, and so I'm very interested to see how that works out in a live action, um, place because they even talk about her being in some of the movies like as you know moving forward um in, in crossing over like in in the next like group movie or like whatever um and in fact like i, I was reading today on an interview with uh on ign with the ms marvel creator um and so let me see this is uh an article i'll get the quote from uh andil anchors and it says co-creator g willow wilson recently discussed the series and they say quote 
I, I think there are some characters who are very much set up for the big screen. They're very naturally sort of cinematic. But with Ms. Marvel, we really weren't interested in creating something that had obvious film potential. Uh, she, they say, uh, quote, we were really leaning into the comic bookness of the character. She's got very comic book characters. God bless them trying to bring that to live action. I don't know how that's going to work out in a way that doesn't look really creepy. Um, but she's very excited about it. So it's like the, the, the idea of this character of just like, oh, I'm going to get gigantic and be stretchy or like, you know, you know whatever. It's, it's going to be really interesting to watch that happen with the Avengers, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of. I mean, it has to happen whenever they start bringing in Fantastic Four, you know, it's that true. kind of stuff anyway. So. Yeah. Like, eventually we have to get there. Um, I'm more interested in, like, I think that it's... Uh, it's interesting that we got these announcements without letting us know where they fit into, like, a phase. Time frame-wise, you mean? Yeah, or, like, you know, like, why... Because they're probably going to be a part. Of, I don't know that. Like we've and, and granted, we've 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 known about some of the Phase Four shows for a while, mm-hmm. and so I guess you have to do this. I guess just yeah. to like you know like get some hype going. But it's like okay, do we? We kind of know probably like okay. Well, these are at least some of the shows that are going to happen in Phase Five. It's true. I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting, like not knowing, like you know, announcing it with with the other things. They also announced. So let's move on to some of the movie news. Yeah. yeah. They also announced Black Panther two, yeah. uh, May sixth, two thousand twenty two. Yep. Um, and uh, the they brought the Eternals out on stage. Um, it's uh, coming November sixth, two thousand twenty. Well, I believe we already knew that. Um. So, but the cast came out and uh, and met the the audience. Um. Again, Black Panther two gonna be probably phase five. Yeah, which is interesting. I don't know. It just seems weird to like. Just we're we're coming from a, a scenario though where like they released you know like here's phase two through three. It's true. And here's ten like you know it wasn't ten years at the time, but it was like here's like five years worth of movies that mm-hmm. were like showing you. Um, and but now we're just kind of hearing things piecemeal. It's just weird. It's odd. Yeah, and I guess like we Different. really like the phase thing um, really only came into play after like the first DVD or Blu-ray set came out, and then they started announcing these big things in big phases um, because like they oh this is just an easy way to think about uh, the you know how to package these. <laughs> Blu-ray sets, and so like now, but yeah, you're right. We've set the precedent now of like we're gonna announce lots of things within this phase and be very clear about what's in what phase and what's in what, you know, but now we've got the television shows on top of that and where they fit in everything feels like we're, we're almost back to the original way of doing it where we're like, we're less concerned about phase. Like it seems like they're just not as concerned about like, where does this fit in with the phases quote unquote. And I'm not sure like how I feel about that. Cause you're like, it's, it was an easy way to look at things and be like, okay, well, you know, this is phase three and this is phase four. And it was a comfortable way of like, for me to like basically break up the story, the overall all ongoing story of these, like so many movies in my head. And so, yeah, it, it is interesting to not have that context now whenever they're announcing them of, like, where does this fit? Or have, like, an end goal. Because, like, you always, even in Phase 3 and Phase 4, like, you, you had an end goal of, like, oh, well, we're shooting for that Avengers movie. Um, or we're shooting for Civil War. Like, we're shooting, you know, the, these big things that would kind of uh, 
signify the beginning and end of like whatever the next thing, like the end of this thing and the <laughs> beginning of the next thing. So it is weird. Like we don't know the television shows where they really fit in. We don't necessarily have a thing that we're shooting for. Um, like a big team up movie by any any chance? Like we be, we have big movies with like Thor, you know, uh, Love and Thunders. That's what the they yeah. and uh, but yeah the there's nothing team up movie that's big that we're we're shooting for yet. I kind of hope there still will be one, but I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. Like uh, so the other thing that I find kind of interesting is that uh, that instead of Having developing a Hulk show, they're doing a She Hulk show, mm-hmm. and I wonder if I w- I wonder if they are like testing the waters to see like okay how do audiences respond to another standalone kind of Hulk product, and then maybe release a Hulk I don't know, Hulk two without what that we what it would be basically <sighs> another Hulk movie. Do they even can they even do that? Though, because I thought that like some of the rights of like a standalone Hulk movie were like tied up somewhere else, like where mm. it's like you know the uh, the reason that they couldn't do necessarily a Planet Hulk or like that sort of thing was because of uh, some of the well, other. Well, it would have been Fox, but Fox they, yeah, own, they Fox own Fox now. now. Yeah, okay, okay. I like, mean, it's Planet Hulk. Yes, that was Fox, I think. But like Hulk on, on his own, mm-hmm. Marvel has rights to. Yeah, I mean that's it. it, it Maybe like I feel like that that could be a cool like bring in the Red Hulk. You could do that too. Like you could uh, you could bring in the all of the the Hulk universe. You know the yeah. the, the Hulk verse. That's not a thing. I don't know. I just want to see them do something with the Hulk right. You know, like yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I like the Hulk movie with Edward Norton. It just never like you know that's not the version that we have now. Yeah. And even though it's technically part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like, okay, let's fix this. Yeah, and, and I also, cool. to a certain extent, feel like with, uh, like, they, they, Thor Ragnarok, like, really had a cool thing going on with the Hulk. Totally. Like, that was a, that they kind of nailed, like, a good, man, what, what a great movie. They nailed a Hulk story within the, a, a Thor story. And like that's awesome, but yeah, you're right. Like it, it, that character could use its own standalone thing, and they kind of like regressed it a little bit as they're moving into like with the the end game stuff. Um, like where where his character is in that movie, you're kind of like, ooh, I, uh, where do we go here? You know, yeah. after that. So, I mean, interesting. I, I would even love to see like, okay, what happened in between Infinity War and Endgame? Right. You know, like that story right. or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. I just it's it's a uh, because obviously, like the thing that I think that they probably like about it is that it's an origin story. Yeah. So you can like you don't have to rely on. You can re. It's easy to tell origin stories. Yeah. Like that's like that's the easiest thing to do um, when you're when you're telling like uh, large stories like this. Yeah, and I, I like the idea that it is a show because uh, her character specifically like is is fun and could lend itself well to a longer format like she's a she's a lawyer and so like you can have like that element of things kind of built into that that show um i also think like i said with the bringing in like i joke about the the hulk first but like bringing in another um character who has that uh has the the gamma ray um powers like the way that that works is like it 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 takes one aspect of your personality and and 
turns it up to 11. And so for um, for th- the original Hulk, uh, for, for that character, it is his anger. And for her, it is a, a her confidence and like that sort of thing as well. So like there's there's like differences to those characters that they uh, that it enhances. And so bringing that into the universe is just a cool idea in and of itself. Um, all right. So then we also saw a trailer for The Mandalorian, and it looks great. Yeah? You don't I, like it? I think it looks gorgeous. I just don't know, like, like yet. Like, the, the trailer doesn't tell me much about, like, what, what are we doing? What's the story no, here? Like, and, I don't, and I don't I expect don't, I don't to. I don't need it to. I don't want it to. Yeah. It's just initially, like, whenever I watched it, I was like, I was like, that it's gorgeous, but it didn't do much for me. Like on that level, like it just, I don't know. It, 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 it yeah. Like it, I don't know. It was weird. I had to watch it again, like a couple days later before I was like, okay, I, I'm, I get it. I'm like this. I'm, I'm excited again about this. Um, like the thing that I love about the show is the, that like, even after they played the trailer or whatever, like, uh, John Favreau and, uh, and Dave Filoni came out on stage. And so I'm immediately like, okay, well, Clearly, we're like we're not just like leaving. It. Oh, Dave Filoni didn't just necessarily just direct like these are the two people that they're bringing out to talk about what this show is or like to represent the show. And so Dave Filoni being involved in that, I'm very very still much excited about it. But it's a uh, it's a thing where it looks gorgeous, the action looks amazing, but I have no idea, no context for like what this is going to be like. So I don't know what that means. I mean, Last Jedi looked gorgeous. Sure. That's, I just have no like, and it's uh, I'm I'm still like so, holding the, back a little bit from, the thing. from being so last, ridiculously excited. Last Jedi, I'm just gonna push back just a little bit. That's fine. Last Jedi, like, if it had been like the thing this with this about this is like it doesn't involve the characters that we know and love. So sure, literally, yeah. they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Like, and I'm okay with it. Also, John Favreau has never let me down. Everything I've seen that he's done, I love. Um, and as and Filoni, like yeah, both yeah. of them, oh, yeah, both yeah, of yeah. them together, yeah. This like it's like the super team for sure. This is like this is this is the this is the Avengers teaming up. And like, yeah, I get that. I also like I I, I was just as surprised about my reaction to it whenever I saw it because initially I was like, yes, I'm gonna watch it, and then like you know. Played I mean, granted, it and I was just like, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't tell you any kind of story information, but mm-hmm. like right now, I don't need it to. Well, like, I don't even know like at this point, like if it's obviously we like you have a Mandalorian in it, and so like, <laughs> well, he's a bounty hunter. We know that, right? Right. Um, and they're they like that's literally the only context you get within anything within that is like, oh, there's a bounty hunter who's a Mandalorian. Cool scenes or well, cool, well, cool what, shots. What's there not to like? I mean, nothing what yet. Did, what, what did you want from it? I mean, I just wanted some some idea of like what what are we going into here? Like what other than this being like tonally quintessential like tragic Mandalore kind of like uh, like stuff. Are, like like are you wanting you know plot details? I just want to like a, maybe like a setup of just like hey what is, like where because we don't even introduce to any characters really. I don't know. I, it just wasn't it wasn't enough of of what I was looking for. It was just a tease. It was literally just like, oh, this is like a tone thing, and I, I get the tone you're going for. Checking all those boxes, I'm good with that. See, this is crazy to me because most of the time you're on the side of like you don't even want to see the trailer because it's going to tell yeah. you too much. Yeah. So this is literally does what you want it to do. What you say you potentially, want potentially, yeah, is that it, it that that it doesn't show you and reveal you to you the details of this show. 
Yeah. It's a weird one, Chris. I'm not I'm not here to tell you uh that it's not that I wasn't surprised. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm very excited. Yeah. I think it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Again, I love uh Filoni and Favreau, the two Fs. <laughs> and uh like honestly, I mean, this is the th- I'm, and I and I'm coming from the perspective I've I've talked on the show before. Like, Boba Fett's literally one of my least favorite characters in all of Star Wars. I think he's dumb. I think he's uh, a klutz and uh, kind of a loser. But that's me. <laughs> but Chris, remember that he's he's a clone. You know, he is a Boba Fett's not the. Oh yeah, he Boba, is. The, he Boba is Fett's a clone, a clone yeah. of Jango Fett. Yes, yes. He's just not like hyper aged. Right. You know. It, which, which honestly, it fits with like the fact that like all I the clones, it. you know, like the well, the clones weren't really super clumsy. Nope, they're they, not clumsy they, at they all. Were, they were never, they were never portrayed like that. Nope. The anyway, stormtroopers were <laughs> and are. Yeah, which is <laughs> you know whatever. Uh, Clone troopers were uh, were an elite force. But this intrigues me because, like, again, I I am all for playing around in the mm-hmm. Star Wars universe, and I'm all for yeah. like doing some crazy things and right. like doing some unique stuff, and. Uh, I love, like, if you're going to do it, you need to do it right. It has to look yeah. and feel and sound like Star Wars. And this looks, feels, and sounds like Star Wars. 100%. And so, like, I trust the people involved, especially Filoni, involved with, like, they're going to give me a good story. Mm-hmm. There's, he's never not giving me a good story. Mm-hmm. So if I already have trust that's, that's, that's there, and now I see the pieces that I, I want, it looks, sounds, and feels like Star Wars. And then I also know that, hey, this is, we have a time period. It's happening after the Return of the Jedi, but we have a... Uh, um, we have a a section of the universe that we can play in that won't like affect the outcome of characters that I love because we kind of know where they're at later yeah. anyway. Yeah, and so that to me is the the most like ideal scenario. That's why I think I loved I loved Rebels so much, and even Clone Wars I think worked so much is because. Like you know where these characters are in the in the world, what the universe has to do. You know, Rebels, like is is you know adjacent to a lot of the characters, and you have like you know Darth Vader and obviously uh, um, Princess Leia. And do we meet Han or is it just Lando? I think you just meet Lando. Just Lando. So like, I mean, you meet some of these characters, but it's in a, in a you know you pass them kind of way, and so like. This intrigues me and makes me like want to know. I want to, I've I, ever since episode seven came out, I've mm-hmm. wanted to know what was the time period like after Return of the Jedi, whenever yeah. like the Empire was quote unquote beaten. And I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, one of the shots in the trailer is just all these stormtroopers' helmets on spikes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, are, is this because the Empire's gone and they like just like took them all out or did they just abandon like did they uh abandon the empire you yeah. know they're abandoning their posts like mm-hmm. what what's going on here and, and because this is the criminal underbelly i feel like we're we'll see some of that stuff yeah maybe even like okay where did the first order come from that type of thing and that's the stuff that feloni's real good at yeah it's like giving providing backstory and tying into things like that right and like that's that's i'm also very much excited for for all of that and like that's the thing whenever i watched it for the second time i was like okay well at the very least like the the two things that you brought up is like okay this isn't related to anybody that we have so it's obviously it's what i've been asking for it's like hey just create some other type of of 
thing within the Star Wars universe, whether it's like, oh, let's create a heist thing within the Star Wars universe. Let's create a horror thing within the Star Wars Like, mm. this is that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's exciting. Um, so whatever it ends up being, it's like it's something different, hopefully, within the Star Wars universe. Right. Um, but then also, like, with the, like, the context of, like, that time period, it's like we know a lot. I hope that we do visit Van- Mandalore and, like, have, have a decent chunk of, like, hey, what's, what's Mandalore happening? Because we know what happens on Mandalore through a lot of these different time periods. Like Philonia has addressed it in Clone Wars a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like how they're they're with Darth Maul and things like that. Like things go down mm-hmm. on Mandalore. And then you find out again with like a, a civil war kind of a, a thing happening in Rebels, Rebels. Yep. with Sabine Wren and the and the the that time period. And so like my thought is like I really hope that we do address like what the heck is going on in Mandalore. Oh, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to. Because they're such an interesting and and tragic society that like it's like holy cow, like they, they are constantly within this like clashing heads with either each other or with outside forces of of uh, of the empire or whatever and and so it's like let's let's address some of that i'm, I'm down with that and then where does this character specifically fit in to some of that that universe so I, anyway i'm very excited about those aspects of it and i don't think that has ever changed but like yeah the, the, this trailer like the second watch through i was like okay this has the things it's it doesn't say like it's nothing negative i think the first time i was just expecting it to be like oh man this even hypes me up even more mm. Because like I always expected the look and the feel and the vibe to be there for this. Because like anything we've seen from it has been the look and the vibe and the feel of Star Wars. Um, but anyway, it's just I uh, I'm I'm still neither like even more excited nor am I like not excited about this. I'm just kind of like still right there at the mm-hmm. uh, the equal hype levels as I always was. Yeah, I mean I uh, like I, this is I, I uh, this is I I'm I'm probably like. As excited for this as I am for episode nine. Nice, really. Yeah, because I mean, to me, episode nine is the thing that like I, I know nothing. A lot of about. questions about. Yeah. yeah, like and and again with the cinematic side, you know, sure it's JJ, but everyone else involved in the, at the executive level is still the people who brought us the Last Jedi in theaters. Yeah. Two years ago. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see how that all shakes out. Because yeah, the there are a lot of things that they've also said about Episode Nine, where it's like we're trying to close together the entirety of the Star Wars, you know, the other eight movies or whatever. And yeah, I'm well, like, it's, it's the like things- everything they end up saying about Episode Nine, I'm like, man, you guys are like promising the moon here there's no way that like are you over promising and then we're gonna under deliver like at this point like what is like well, that, what's the what's gonna happen and this is so. this is kind of a a probably a you know inflammatory statement but i also feel like they're they're lying to us in a sense because they keep or not they uh like kathleen kennedy specifically has said we were we've been planning this since the beginning and i'm like if you were planning this since the beginning you would have told us from the beginning that this is what you were planning on yeah potentially i also think that even even no, but we know it's not true well, because they know we know we went into this with no plan well of course but i mean potentially like they would they, they might not have told you that from the very beginning because like if it had worked out differently they were would have continued it like you can't tell me that like at some point somebody was like well if if we run out of ideas or if we like run into issues or trouble or whatever, we can just cap it at like the, the third movie, like the episode nine. Like, I feel like that's always your way out from the beginning, regardless of whether or not, because like, this is the thing that even, even now they are not precluded from making an episode 10. They're just saying this is the end of the star Wars saga. Mm-hmm. I mean, not star Wars saga, the Skywalker, Skywalker saga. saga. Yeah, yeah. 
if they were planning on that, if that if this were a trilogy, they never they haven't ever talked about this until now in terms of like this is a trilogy of films. I definitely think they did talk about it as a trilogy. This was a trilogy. From I, Force Awakens. I would I, I would go back. I would want to go back and like I don't think that they did. I I'm fairly certain that they did talk about it as a trilogy. Fairly certain. I'm pretty sure they haven't. Okay. That's fine. Uh, because otherwise, this isn't this wouldn't be the end to anything, really. Like maybe we have maybe maybe like we've assumed that. I never assumed that though. That this was a like, hey, we are finishing something and putting a, a cap on everything. The entire series. Oh, not the entire series. I, I mean, I'm just talking about like a trilogy where it's like, oh, these three movies will be about a thing because that's how it's 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 always been. And I think they even you know when we're talking about these that's what I'm saying. episodes I think, seven, eight, nine. I think were that, was a trilogy. that was probably assumed. I don't know if that, like they ever laid that out even, and and they definitely didn't approach it like that. Within the way that they wrote it. What do you mean? They had JJ write one. Uh-huh. They had then they had uh, with with no like overarching story arc. They're, like the story group that we all thought was like we know now the story group was not uh, providing direction for like this is where we should start and this is where we should end this like new Force Awakens thing. There was no direction. It was just like hey, go do whatever you want, <laughs> basically. Right. Even even Colin Trevorrow was just like that's why we threw that out because. Well, we didn't like where he ended this, so we're going to throw that out. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not sure. So, I mean, it was always, from the way I remember, it was always a trilogy of, like, seven, eight, nine, and then, like, I assumed that they would have another trilogy after that of, like, 10, 11, 12. But they never talked about that. They never talked about those movies. They only talked about seven, eight, and nine announcing directors even to that point. And That's so true. like in my mind, like it was always a trilogy and whether or not like they had their hand on the wheel, a story group or some overarching so, person had their hand okay. on the wheel, like a George Lucas X figure there, that didn't exist. Well, let's go back. But whether or not that existed, there are trilogies of movies that like are trilogies, but also individual people write and direct. Yeah. So. I guess, I guess I'll say like the, the difference is from, uh, the way that that George crafted the other trilogies yeah. is that he had an idea of where he wanted this trilogy to go. Oh, for sure. I guess that's my point. Well, I mean, like, and, and whether it changed along the way, like there are all all those reports about early drafts. Of, true, of but George all these never things, like, came out and said, so. "I always wanted it to be this way, and I always meant to, you know, right. do this." Like it's like this is how it ended up. Sure, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's it's the same. It's 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 a not. It's a, I compare it to, like, in my mind, I put it in the same, like, place as, hey, we're going to shoot Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3 without a finished script for even 2. Right. I mean, like, and I, I, I'm right there with you where it's like, that's not the way that they did, like, it's not the way that George would have done this. Like, but as soon as, like, you know, he, he sold it, the franchise to Disney, it's like, well, you can throw anything out, like, that George, and you shouldn't have, like, they shouldn't have done that, but, like, you can basically, like, disassociate literally everything else. Like, this is not the way that George would have done anything. Totally. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying... Whenever I, I am saying it's disingenuous for Disney or whoever at Disney mm-hmm. um, to come out, or uh, Lucasfilm to come out and say, "Hey, we've planned this all along. We had a grand master plan back whenever we released The Force Awakens that this is where we would end things." 
that that's disingenuous. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I disingenuous. That's my, yes, that's, a that's lie. My, that's a little bit of a stretch. I feel like because like you just don't that's know. The same thing. Like you don't know what the uh, what well, you know, misdirect. You know, is, is what I would more call it. Is like it's it, because like oh. We knew that we were going to end things with, you know, any of the Skywalkers by the by the end of this movie or whatever. And so, like, saying that, hey, we, we were going to, this is the way it was going to be from the beginning. It's like, okay, sure, yeah, that was the way you, that was what you talked about. But you talked about very vague things that, like, oh, we were going to make sure we've, you know, we're done with the original cast and we're done with the, the Skywalker uh, saga by the end of, of this movie and we've moved on to other things for 10, 11, 12 or whatever. Like, there's... Uh, Calling it like a, a a lie and saying, "Well, we know that's a lie." Like, is a little bit too. It's well, a little bit it's, too much. Like specifically, like if we're talking about the the emperor, like, hey, we always knew we were going to bring the emperor back in. Like, that's one thing that that they've said. And I'm like, that was like an option back in the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. to do this. So like, you didn't know that this was happening in episode three, right? You know, or well, not episode three. You know what I mean? The the, yeah. the episode nine. Like that's that's the I just that's but the like, stuff that like we just talk around because like because they know that that's what fans want to hear they like the fans want to hear that this, there's this grand master plan that this what well, all they're doing is basically recounting to us a history of like what happened in this Star Wars universe hmm. and when that's not what's happening like it's just it's it's coming you know like it's it's happening and they're they're coming up with things like just not like on the fly like oh this is the right decision right now. Like we need to just do this. It's not like we've been planning this since the beginning. There's this, there's this map of what. Sure. I mean, I, I, I agree with you that like there is no map like for what, what all of that is, but like the idea of like, Oh, well, we, we were going to bring back the emperor in this thing. Like that's like, okay, well that's fine. Like you had that written down for, you know, force awakens. That was an option then like, but we're going to delay it into a later movie or like whatever. Like, it also with bringing back JJ, like you bring back all of the options that like he potentially knew how he wanted this to Which end, that, like that. I'm fine and with, and like, like th- sure. th- them bringing him back is like, hey, we knew we wanted to end it this way to begin with, but nobody else wanted to do it aside from JJ. You know, so like, there's all sorts of like, there's routes to where it's like that. Sure, it's a uh, like I said, it's a misdirect, it's a spin, it's a marketing ploy, if you want to put it that way. But it's maybe not necessarily just a flat out lie. So I don't know. I don't know if it's not the truth. It's not. It's a lie. Like if it's not truthful, it's not. And and it's it's just it's it's too transparent for me to like like the way that they've communicated about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like, get, I get not liking it. It's, it's, it's too, it's too like, it's too much like, I can see what you're doing here. Like, if it's, if it's, it's one thing to, 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 to market to us and, and, you know, like, Marvel, like, well, has announced movies and then has dropped them. Like, they don't mm-hmm. show up in their slate. But they don't, like, come out and say, well, we've always, we always, we meant it to, even with Infinity War and Endgame, like, they didn't say, well, we always sure. meant it to end like this. Yeah, like, this was yeah. not, you know, like, because obviously things things grow and evolve mm-hmm. and, like, plans change or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're always in flux, you know, and the, the uh, it always, things like this, discussions like this was like, oh, well, what do they know to begin with? Or even, like, whenever it's like, oh, did George Lucas really intend for Darth Vader to be his, to be Luke's father? Did they intend for Leia to be his sister? But he never like, claimed that he did. No, but, like... People, uh, there's the argument of like, yes, he totally did, and then there's the there's the people who are like, no, he totally didn't, depending on the different drafts or whatever. And it reminds me of like the lost discussion of like, 
Damon Lindelof and where he was like, you know, we had conversations about like the, the end of lost. And it was like, well, like to a certain extent, people hope that you and want you to have like that grand plan, but they also want you to listen to them and like make changes whenever they need to be made. He's like, which is hard with a show whenever you've like dedicated all like, okay, well we're already the majority of the way through the second, like the, the next season of writing this thing and shooting it even whenever we realize that we've, you know, the fans don't like this and we've made a mistake. So he's like, any pivot you make is, is like a long-term thing. He's like, but there's always the balance of like, what do you tell people? Do you tell people like, yeah, we had no idea we were doing it episode by episode in season one and making like decisions like that we had no that's, idea that would that's what you have off. to tell them you have to tell them whatever the truth was and you know his point was like that like, like that that's never what anybody wants to hear and so like he's like I you know, know but man. but do we know what the what, what the ending of lost was before we started he's like no and he's like, well, but like people want you to think that they that you but did. Again, he's like, and, th- and whenever it happens, like whenever I mean, the end of Lost happens, you want people to look back and say, like, okay, yeah, I get, I I get that that was always the way it was going to work out or whatever. And uh, and so you just run into like lots of lots of back and forth. On I all feel that like stuff. that. I mean, and this is my own, again, this is just my own opinion. Like, but that, that's like I would rather someone just tell me like, yeah, we didn't yeah. know what we were doing. Yeah. We're just putting some cool things in here. Yeah, because because we were going to figure out how it all turned out. Then be like, yep, this is the plan. It was purgatory the mm-hmm. whole time. And they're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. You know, like, because, no, then, I because, then, you like a, because then you just look like a fool. I don't disagree. And like, you know, obviously with Lost, like they opted, like he opted specifically to be like, no, nah, I like, we didn't know what we were doing. Like in season one, like we had no idea what was happening. Yeah. And so like he opted for the way that you're talking, like tell the truth in this thing. Like, and, but like the, uh, the idea that like there is that like, pressure and there's that like tension <clears throat> like like people are gonna hate it regardless some people are gonna hate it regardless totally. whether it's the people who like want you to have this all figured out if you say i had nothing figured out and it was just like throwing cool stuff down on a page they're gonna be angry and it's like if you in the same breath it's like if you're like yeah we actually planned some of this from the beginning whether it's like the entirety or whether it's like a concept or whether it's like we wanted it to end on a whatever note like we wanted it to end with if you're George Lucas, I wanted it to end with a Death Star blowing up and having a uh, having a party, right? Like, I mean, if if that's like his ending, it's like, oh, I planned that all along. It's like, well, yeah, you did, but I, how we got there, like, we have no idea, like, uh, how that was going to work out. So I don't know. Like, I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's a hard call of like, what do you, what are they doing here? What are they saying that they knew all along? Are they saying oh, we had the where we wanted the the bat like the very ending note to be, we wanted you know plans from the beginning. I mean, like well, honestly, I mean what they're what they've what they've communicated is that like we knew that this was always gonna be the yeah. uh, the end of all nine movies. This is this is the end. And well, I guess, like I, maybe they planned on like having like the Skywalker part aspect <laughs> of uh, of the movies kind of like so say end that here, you know don't say this is the end of like. You know the the mainline for sure numbered movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, like this is yeah. the this is the end. This is to wrap up everything. Right, like, right. I mean, I get it. I get it. And I also feel like the, there's no part of me that doesn't think that um, even even if it's another ten years from now, we're getting in a uh, episode 10, 11, 12. Like that's a hundred percent gonna happen. It doesn't make sense not to. No. And so, like, for you know, even in this case, like, for if if anybody is like, and this is gonna be the end of the mainline Star Wars, I'm like, yeah, right. There's no way. 
There's no way that you're not going to do because, like, even if you wait, like I said, ten years, it's like the the hype level of of if you announce in ten years from now episode ten, it's like, oh my goodness, that is going to be just off the chain. Like people are just going to lose their their minds, you know. And so, of course, they they will do that. Yeah. So, uh, I guess because it's still a piece of news, we should just move on to the main segment. Yeah. And then we'll end the news. I dig but, it. Uh, so, Since we're already talking about yeah. episode nine, so anyway. The last, the last piece of news is the uh, um, just the footage from um, D23 of what are they calling it? Are they calling it a tease? No, they're, they're not even calling like, it a trailer. It's like it's it's footage. Footage. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. They're footage, and it's like it's not even just of that movie. Like it's it's like a uh, it's it's, me, it's of the entire franchise. Yeah. So it's this it's this big like three four minute thing where yeah. it shows. You know, footage all the way from episode one through now, and um, so the new footage. Mm-hmm. You should you should stop this and go watch it. Yeah, the music is incredible. Oh, dude, the, the whole thing is like is is really well delivered. Which did I, did did I did, did we read on on the air, or did I just see this and forget about it whenever it came podcast time? Yeah, um, that. Uh, uh, John Williams is using themes from every single movie. In... I think you just read about it, but yeah, he's using themes from every single movie in the soundtrack. You shared it with me. You shared that like oh, article yeah, yeah. with me. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. which is incredible. It's great. Um, and I love the fact that he, you know, they like they're like you know sometimes they might be hidden, you know, somewhere. Like it's not like they're not they're not going to be crazy overt all the time. But just the idea that we could have you know Duel of Fates oh, in, this, in this this last movie. I'm getting chills just thinking about Duel of Fates, man. Well, and they specifically show this is the thing, and like I. This is where I, you know you can start getting into like, are they showing this for a reason or are they not? You know, like they specifically show Darth Maul <sighs> and his double lightsaber before we see Ray with a double lightsaber later. Yes. Spoiler alert! Oh my gosh, dude. Um, so is that like, are we making a like a, uh, are we making some kind of creating some kind of relationship between that? Mm-hmm. Like, is this a, I don't know, who knows, man. As a side note to all of this, they released a uh, an image from the, the upcoming season, it's the final season of Clone Wars that's hitting Disney+, Plus, and it had uh, Ahsoka Tano um, yep. in the like mm. gr- in the foreground, they had the silhouette of Darth Maul. I know, dude. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, so the time frame of like when that takes place as well, like they have like the, the big timeline. Did I send you a picture of that big timeline? No. That they showed on the screen? No. Like it, it basically, like it doesn't fill in every game gap that we have of like when everything is but it has with like clone wars or with the whole franchise the whole franchise um <laughs> and like and you can see along the timeline where the gaps are and stuff like that insane. it's it, it is it is wild like and i almost want one of these for like the marvel movies and the like because again like it's the idea of like where does this fit in because like now that we're going back in time and telling stuff in the past i just I want to know where everything fits into like a big timeline. What what what's on the wall at a Marvel Studios or like and this is like oh what's on the wall at a at a at a Lucasfilm. Mm. And it's like I I do appreciate they have in here some interesting things but the uh the rebels being there like right up until um a new hope like that's a, that's a thing like a, they have a bracket it's a big bracket timeline time frame and it spans a, a longer time rebels spans a longer time than the clone wars uh series really spans yeah it's it's really interesting to look at the look at the graphic and it was literally just somebody who took a photo a cell phone photo of the screen that they showed in that's uh crazy. in in the the conference or whatever so anyway um but dude i am so amped for the uh these this teaser like yeah, there's li- so, literally like so many small little details in here yeah with the small little feature like things that we've seen that uh, intrigue me yeah let's talk about the new things so we saw um a 
C-3PO with bright glowing red eyes. Yeah, like what? Evil C-3PO evil as well as an evil Ray? Come on, yeah. man. Uh, Sith oh, Lord C-3PO. Back to the Mandalorian for a second. That droid that's like shooting and firing like blasters. The assassin droid? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks amazing. I, they have a specific name. If it's the same assassin droid that I'm thinking of uh, from, like, they, in Clone Wars, and like, he also is in uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. He's mm. like, whenever they have that big line of... Uh, of yeah, IG-38 IG yeah. or... Yeah, 33, or, I think. 33? Uh, I think it's 33, Something pretty sure. Like that. But, the, uh, but yeah, that's, if it's the same droid... It's just an assassin droid, like which I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be because it's you know well, it's a droid. Be, doesn't multiple age. models of it though, or not models, but multiple like yeah, for sure. They didn't just make one. No, no, and like in the Clone Wars, like they uh the there are a bunch of assassin droids that like snuck in to assassinate Padme at one point or whatever. It was, it was a very cool episode. Anyway, um, so you see evil C three PO maybe, uh, also <laughs> you know maybe maybe evil Ray at the end. Apparently in the comics, by the way, there's a uh, there's a C-3PO lookalike that like is evil, like an evil C-3PO, but he's yeah. silver or whatever. Yeah. And so like you wonder if like is this like a situation where that's or I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. The, the, there's all sorts if, of like weird thoughts I had whenever that happened. If you look up, it's basically it was a standalone C-3PO comic that explained why he had his red arm in yeah. uh, the Force Awakens, and yeah. it's partly because of this droid. Mm-hmm. Uh, um it's also but like they, but it doesn't look like you wouldn't mistake them for no each other. no 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 not at all it's just <laughs> very strange that he has evil red eyes in this yeah um like the the shots uh, so sorry let's talk about evil ray for a second oh dude uh i mean with like a switchblade lightsaber yeah the the, the switchblade du- double lightsaber is pretty wild um, i enjoyed that one that was cool at first, I thought she had like a scar on her face, but it, then it kind of looks like just like the shine. Yeah, she's all like like sweaty or something, glowy from the the lightsaber. It's well, just like reflecting back on off of her skin. Yeah, because like the lightsaber is like the uh, the the style of blade of like Kylo Ren's, where it's not like super stable. Like it's not like a clean blade. Yeah, all but the like way. Her, va- her face is shiny for some reason, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, that is weird. Um, it her hair is like tall. Uh, inside this like giant hood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is different than we've seen from her before. It's it, it's super interesting. So, what do you think? Th- this is my question, Chris. Is yeah. what do you think this is? Like, is this okay? I have two. Th- okay, uh, two, maybe two theories. Hit me with your two theories. I've seen a few, but yeah, hit me with your two. Yeah, and, and maybe like if you've seen others. So the two theories I have. Two, the, I think, because you know, your mind can just go wherever. Oh, yeah. Two best theories I have is uh, this is some kind of like force vision thing uh, with kind of like how um, Luke saw himself in the tree on Indoor. Yep. Uh, not Indoor, on uh, Dagobah. Yeah, yeah, where like it was Darth Vader walking out, and then he cuts off the Darth Vader's head, and, and then the mask blasts head. open, and it's himself. Yeah. This Ugh. this seems too realistic though, because like mm-hmm. that was all like mm-hmm. you know dreamy and like kind of weird, <laughs> kind of half slow mo like yeah. at the time, you know. Um, this could, here's here's so you're talking gets, force vision here's basically. Here's where it gets crazy. Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hit me with your uh, hit me with your next one. What if Ray is a clone? Yeah, there it is, Chris. Because here's the here's the only thing that makes me think of that. So no, two things. Okay, two things. One, in The Last Jedi, when she goes into that Force thing and she sees, like, mirror images of herself. Yeah, there's so like many. a million times. 
That could be alluding to the fact that she's a clone. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I also think like so it wasn't like an infinite mirror either. So like there was a finite number of her in that vision. Was there? Because she goes, it goes it it, 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 all the way to the snap, 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 snap all the way to the end. It just didn't go. It didn't go all, like off until it just, she goes, got real nope, small. It, like literally, the camera zooms alongside of them until she like the last one snaps, and then she's standing there in front of a reflection of herself. Because hmm. she said, "I knew that at the end of it, I would just find the answer to my question, which is a question was, you know." Where did I come from? Who are my parents? Like that sort of thing. Yeah. The the fact that so there's I guess there's more than just two things. The fact that her parents are quote unquote no one, mm-hmm. according to Kyler Ray. They could literally be no one, Chris. But it could be herself. Was, if she yeah, if she was a clone, I don't know like he and he knew that. I don't mm-hmm. think he would wonder be wondering about the connection between them or anything like that. Like mm. I don't know. That that whole part's weird. But mm. we'll ignore that for a second. That is fascinating. The uh, emperor in the expanded universe originally yeah. created these clones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he could uh, move his consciousness between. Mm-hmm. What if she is one of such clones? Yeah. And somehow she was hidden away mm-hmm. and so that she wouldn't be like trained. And this is, she has to fight herself, basically. She has to fight a clone. Yeah. She has to fight another, another evil clone. That yeah, is, and that and that is uh, inhabited by the consciousness of the emperor. Ah, dude, I don't know. Like that's that. Th- those are those are that's definitely like, that's the crazy definitely theories. I go to. Like that I then I'm like, man, this is like that gets that gets weird and that gets wild. Like, how do you tell that story? How do you how do you inform people of this and get them to like in a way that gets people like the vast majority of people to accept this? I'm okay with it going, as, with us going that. weird though. I agree. I mean, uh, Star Wars is weird. Um, Okay, so a couple of things, right, uh, right. additional things. Okay. Twin. Twi- twin, possibly. Because we already have like, uh, we have, you know, Luke Leia twins, yeah, right? Totally. Um, also. But in that point, who's her, who's her parents? That's a good question. But also, Anakin Skywalker, as established in like a, a comic book, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, um, Shmi, his mother, uh, was... Uh, the pop Emperor Palpatine or or Darth Sidious or whatever. Oh, it's just implied, yeah. That, he, that he like, like uh, yeah, like he manipulated midi chlorians in or in order to uh, to 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 create, yeah, Anakin, right? If we, if we want to bring the midi chlorians back into, it, I yeah. mean, that's 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 what but they did know, in that can, comic. You can so. just take his line about like you know, uh, you know, if he, he was he was. What did he say? Something about like being able to cre- uh, create life or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like he says anyway. that in, in episode two or something. Right. Yeah. Whenever they're at the opera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the wild space opera, which was amazing and so weird. So weird. The space opera in um, uh, oh man, the f- Fifth Element. Oh, is okay. Way better. Yeah. I mean. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying that that opera was a good opera, Chris, no. but they were at the space opera. They were at the space opera. <laughs> That's what the sign said outside. It said and space here's the opera. Thing. This could, I, okay, so this is the thing that makes me think it's nothing, is the fact that like yeah. I can't believe that they would put something like this in yeah. a footage dump. That they would ret- like literally just reveal this right then. Like, yeah. makes you think that it's less consequential than it is. Cause, 100%. Like, like look, let's look at the other things that are in this trailer. Like, you have the, the, uh, the, 
a ton of Star Destroyers oh at one gosh, point on the planet. Oh my gosh, this is an amazing shot. Side note, those don't look like First Order uh, side destroyer no, or they Star Destroyers. They are Imperial Star Destroyers. It was a, what it appears to be. Yeah. The tops on them. Same thing with like, so the, whenever you, right before that you see all the, I mean, either Resistance yeah. or Rebel yeah. things. Like it looks like there's a Corvette there. There's an mm-hmm. old X-Wing it looks like. There's a there's bunch like, of B-Wings. Yes. So like this this is all old stuff, which that makes more sense because Correct. the whole uh, fleet is destroyed at this point. Yeah. And even in like Rebels, for instance, um, at the end of Rebels, they acquire, in the last season of Rebels, they acquire a bunch of B-Wings um, yeah. for uh, the the basically what, what would eventually be the attack on whatever planet that was for... Oh man! Anyway, the the the, uh, the yeah, Rebel but, Alliance yeah, acquires yeah, a bunch of old ships, and even at that point, like the person like mentions that they're oh these are ter- they are terrible pieces of junk. So like at this point in the Resistance, like we've hit the bottom of the barrel of like what can we like what can we cobble together to actually fly? You know yeah. what what will actually make it into space at this point? And I also wonder if that's how like you know uh, if that's how. Um, Lando comes back into the picture. He like mm. he's helping assemble and That's get cool. these ships back together. That would be awesome. That makes sense, honestly. and that like connects the dots really well. I think too. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, and then and so like you have all those old ships, which makes sense for the Rebel Alliance, but doesn't make sense for the First Order. Like supposedly, it's we're led to believe through the first two movies that the First Order is like this big gigantic thing, you know, that's an insurmountable force of of power. And so you'd assume they would have like the best of the best, the brand new. They're not taking like empire hand-me-downs of uh of star destroyers and making a big broad blockade I mean, you know apparently they can't uh can't outrun a uh, ship at slow speed i mean chris so. th- they couldn't you know jump to hyperdrive no at that point you know they they you know it's, it's they couldn't you know they, they space, space has its limits I, when it comes to speed And, you know, space just in the Star Wars franchise has its limits whenever the story needs it to have its limits, specifically, you know? Like, that's just the way that the Star Wars franchise has always worked. I mean, yeah, to some extent, yes. (laughs) But, you know, we can't, like, speed up our way around, you know, orbiting so where you can shoot the Rebel base, Chris. True. You can't can't shoot it through this planet. True. That, you know, we can't just, the, you can't just destroy the whole planet. Yeah, no, we can't just like destroy we the whole to, system or anything. We, we have to aim at the base. Specifically, have to have the base, you know, in yeah. view, the moon, you know, in view. Like, it's not gonna, it's, it's not like it'll, it'll do enough just to destroy the planet that the moon is orbiting around. Like, it's not like that's catastrophic to, to moons, right? No, you know, just. no, it'll survive. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the story, the story required it, so there it was, and then the story required, apparently, required a slow speed chase, and there it was. What will the story require this time? I don't know, John. (laughs) Hopefully something a little more believable. The story I can tell you will require Ray and Kylo Ren to fight on the wreckage of said Death Star. Yes, which is amazing. That looked awesome. Yes. I love that. I know. I can't wait. I don't even know, dude. And I honestly like think that that's probably like... (sighs) What I think is that that's like the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Or yeah. else they wouldn't even be showing it to us. That's and that's how I feel about all this stuff. Like the only consequential stuff that we've seen so far, like from this footage, is the dark ray thing, where you're like, what can we, you know, what is this? And it could just be a complete misdirect, like because we've had misdirects in uh, trailers before, you know. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking of the end of uh, Rogue One, like with the Tie Fighter that kind of comes up and it's like, oh, that never happens. Um, that's a whole nother story, man. I mean, and then you know, obviously, like. 
there's been misdirects in other movies or misdirects in, in trailers before, but like this is a pretty big misdirect. The, the dark ray thing is as well as like, if the, you know, if any of this footage means something, I feel like that's not, not how we've handled the other two, uh, you know, force awakens or last Jedi. Like both of those didn't really reveal anything before we kind of went into them. So, yeah. Is that all the new stuff? I Isn't think that's that all the new stuff. I'm pretty sure because there was mm. the, uh, the the desert stuff of them walking, and there was the the, the celebration. There was some sort of a celebration. They come over the yeah, hill, it was like it fireworks like, or something. Yeah, and like a big big blimps or kites or something that's it's like flying Mad around Max down there. Kind of like stuff. Yeah, and it makes me like wonder like what when is this? Like when know. are we on this planet? When are we on the planet with the water? What's you know what's the blockade? Like where's the blockade happening at? You know that sort of thing. So there's only questions, man. Lots of questions. That's the news. That may have been the longest news segment that we've had. It may be. I mean, because we basically did the main segment right. as like it was news, so why not? Yeah. You know? Uh, uh hang on. Um, I bet you mm-hmm. news segment wise, we've had E three episodes uh, oh, yeah, that are right. that are much, much longer. Yeah, forget that. That was uh not correct. Um what are we talking about next week? It's a good question. So I don't I think it's too early to review gears. Oh yeah, definitely too early. I mean that's like a day to play it, so. So maybe we say like the week after we review gears? Yeah, I mean that'd be that would be fun. I mean honestly, if it's coming out next weekend, I'm I'm playing that that thing next weekend. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's it. I I need to like just basically block some time to to play it. Really. Yeah. So it's like yeah, let's uh let's let's maybe plan on doing that if it and maybe if things change, you know obviously like they'll change, but like if we just plan on it, then uh, at the very least we'll be we'll be shooting for that. So. Uh, you can find us online at Target. Uh, wait, hmm. it, on the twentieth of hmm. September, Ad Astra comes out, and I'm excited know, for that. So that good, looks dude. really nice. I know, and the kitchen. So we have to decide which one we're going to review. The kitchen is based on that DC comic series mm. that I've never read, mm. but it's a graphic novel. Mm. So I feel like that's you know. I think I've, I'll have to watch a trailer for uh, for the kitchen because I don't know that I've seen anything about that. But Ad Astra, I'm pretty excited about. So. I'm just going to say right now, right now the kitchen looks kind of like. Bland. Yeah, like, yeah. We can watch it after this. Okay. I was not impressed by the trailer. I was like, I feel like based on your reaction, like Ad Astro, we should just play no, on no, it. Like that one. That's the one I'm more pumped for. That one looks really fun. Like right, I'm, let's, let's I'm excited that. about that All one. Right, let's do it. Like I, I'm intrigued Forget by the like th- that the spaciness of that one too. Like I'm like, yeah, oh, this is very, very sci-fi, very yeah. cool. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna do the outro now. You can find us online at stay, stay on targetpodcast.com on social at Chris Wright 250 and John Wright 777 and at Target Pod please go to your podcast service choice review us tell all your friends about us we really appreciate it Woo-hoo. that's it for this week we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target, Target.